You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. It is a fine, wonderful morning here at the WSSP and 105.7 FM studios. We're glad you're enjoying uh, joining us this morning, and I hope you're enjoying what we have to talk about. If you want to give us a call, 799-1250 is the phone number. That's 414-799-1250. You know, you can listen to us every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m., and if your friends don't know about us, call them up, wake them up, say, hey, turn on the radio we got a couple of yahoos talking on there. And who are the yahoos? Well, that's Danny Bush. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer. And when you make a phone call, you're going to be talking to Jazz over there behind the boards. Oh, I was also told by one of my assistant coach, I coach a coach football over Brookfield Central High School, and I don't know if he's listening right now or maybe he tunes in during On Demand. His name's Jake. His name's uh, Jake, uh, coach over there with him. He says, nah, he can't be called Jazz. He's got to be called Christian. I'm like, what? No, why not? So... Yeah, it's whatever Christian. you like, I guess. Yeah, I guess I guess we're gonna have to go with oh, Christian now. Hey, and you got it right this time. What's up, Billy Baby Tausch? Oh my Schmid. God, I fumbled it. <laughs> I just I, I'm, I'm like an try hour. To, try to say that three yeah. times fast. Is he Billy still Baby on Tausch. that Atkins diet? I oh jeez, Billy's <laughs> Billy Billy's gonna show up one morning and he's gonna kick your butt around the park and he's gonna be he's gonna be chasing Danny around the parking lot. Can you see him now, Jazz? They're running around Danny's car, Billy Tate chasing them. <laughs> Danny's running around his truck. Next thing you know, we'll see him like with Mike Golick on the ads for Weight Watchers. Oh hey, my you God. used to call him fat No, all the time, I never Tom. did. That was you, and no, you always blamed it. No, no. Yeah. Bushy now, started it. No. Bushy started it, him. and then he'd blame it on me, and, and I would just be sitting here going, you know, wide-eyed and bushy, go, bushy tail going, what? What are you talking about? Anyway, Danny, um, speaking about MEPS, you brought up MEPS before. Yep. Uh, it was interesting. One time I did a, a show uh, with, uh, at the MEPS plant with Mike Sheldon. That plant is cleaner than a hospital. It is, I mean, everything is very meticulous there. And what people don't realize is that every one of those lures is assembled by hand. Each and You know all those little parts that are on there? Yeah. The weight, the beads, the clevet, all of that stuff, it's all done by hand. Every every one of those parts is touched by a person, every one. I, I, it would drive me nuts. It would really drive I couldn't do that. But it, it is a meticulous building. They work hard. I'll tell you what. And it, and it, the place is run like, a, like the military, I think. Yeah, but it's anyway, a great business, though. It is. Fantastic anyway, baits. Yeah, who do we got on the line? We got Jazz? Armando from uh, Rivers. Oh, good. Hey, hey right. Armando. I, what is it? What is it? Is it it's Rivers? R- 
River's Edge Bait and Supply. Right. There it is. River's, yes, River's Edge, Edge Bait and Supply. Okay, got it. Yes. I gotta, I gotta, this in, is something in, I should know right. and in remember. Big, in Big Bend, and you're on the corner of 164th and Edgerwood? No. Edgerwood? Edgerwood? Ed, Where are you? <laughs> Edgewood? Is that we're on we're on fire this you're morning right now? The, you're is that Armando it? up here? Is that it, Armando? Yes, it is. E- Edgewood, yeah. It is Edgewood in one sixty four. Oh, I almost said Edgerton. Yeah, that's how you that's screwed how up I the first time. Up, yeah. And uh, anyway, and so Armando, what's going on over there by you guys? Oh, same thing. Uh, got a decent weekend here. I mean, it's going to be a little windy today, but guys are doing pretty good. They're catching. Um, I know you mentioned earlier about the crappie bite that's going on. Numbers on those, um, surprisingly enough. Yeah. Size fish, average size been around that ten uh, nine inch, but guys are getting crappies this morning. You know, you know, it's funny we we talked about the the crappies in the rivers. You know, a lot of people kind of overlook that, <clears throat> and uh, there's good crappie fishing so, in a lot of our uh, rivers. I wanted to mention to everybody that um, we wind up uh, steelhead. Going pretty good down on Lake Michigan. Oh, okay. Okay. What about the brownies in the harbor? Uh oh, we lost Armando. <laughs> I think he must have uh, pressed the wrong button or something. Well, we can't. Well, Jazz is gone, so well we can't blame Jazz on no, this one. No, we can't blame. <laughs> oh, he went out to his vehicle. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, uh, well, yeah, hopefully so. Armando gives us a call back and yeah. uh, we can find out a little bit. I kind of wanted to ask him where guys are going for some of these uh, some of these crappies. Well, here, here's the thing, you know, to talk about crap. First of all, one thing you got to have with you are mini mites. Okay, let's let's just make that you got to have a mini mite with you. I like the white ones or the orange ones, but if you have another color that you like, that's fine. Oh, jazz. Uh, Armando got disconnected, so you might want to just hang up the phone line. So hopefully he'll call back. But anyway, um, so that's for, one. Thanks, thanks for the update. Yeah. We couldn't blame you. Yeah, we couldn't blame you for that. Much one. as we wanted to, but you weren't here, so if factually it would not have, it wouldn't bear out. Right. Well, why why would it be blamed in the first place? Because well, we because we're Democrats. Oh. We like to make false accusations, oh. <laughs> <laughs> whether it's true or not. <laughs> Who like, you colluding with over like, there? Like, like Homer's, he's back. Guys. He's colluding. He's yeah. hang up on Armando, Armando. Armando is back, you guys. Yeah. Like, like not Hol- all superheroes like, wear capes. They wear yeah. black hoodies, yeah. hat on backwards, and then they have sunglasses on. They make him look like a rapper. Armando, welcome back to the show. And uh, like no, Homer no Simpson once once said, "Lousy Democrats." <laughs> yeah, I remember. Hey, Armando, what happened there? I think I just had a misconnection there. Yeah. Oh, I thought maybe you dropped your phone in the minnow tank. So it's not my fault. So it's Armando's <laughs> fault. Yeah, quiet, Jazz. It's still your fault. All right. So uh, Danny wanted, wanted to ask you. wanted to know where are they catching crappies, and is there any shore fishing opportunities around for our, any of our um, listeners? Shore fishing-wise, I think that's where everybody's pretty much getting them, shallow water. Um, they seem to come up shallow. Now, you're like talking I, on the river? On the river and in lakes. Okay, so, so guys what? They're doing pretty good. What rivers and lakes would you suggest, Armando? I know it's a couple guys been getting them out towards like Fort X and um, Jefferson area. A couple oh, guys been getting them on like, on the Lake Michigan. On the Rock. Um, on the Rock. Yeah, on the Rock River. On the Rock. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
because it might be worthwhile to go throw some uh, Wolf River rigs out or something or some mm-hmm. mini mites, Tom, and fish from shore. Mm-hmm. I think I fished yep. right in Jefferson one time years ago, right on the shore. Mm-hmm. It seems to me there was kind of a park. Right below the dam there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and I've always done in really good in, like, where you have backwashes and stuff like that. They seem to school up there pretty well. Yep. The That's little backwater right. areas, yeah, the and quiet you, areas out of the current. Yep, and you look for the fallen trees in the water, all the brush and that, and they're hanging around that stuff. Some good-sized crappies. So mm-hmm. people coming in, picking up. What are they using, like the lake shiners or just regular fatheads, or what do they What do they prefer for the uh, crappies? It's been small fatheads and rosy reds. It's rosy reds. Kind of the hot mm-hmm. Rosy reds. Okay. Um, hey, let me ask you. you, guys, you, hmm? you go ahead. No, no, you go right ahead. A few guys been using waxworms and night crawlers, but it's been more the rosy red bites than anything. Yeah, minnows are better this time of the year or anything that looks like a minnow. Uh, did you guys ever get your uh, second minnow tank? It's actually being delivered at the end of this week. Oh, We're good. Patiently. I mean, it's not like you got a lot of bait right now, but now you're going to have even more. Right. Yeah. So. Excellent. Well, thanks for that update, Armando. And if anybody wants to go out there, Armando and Nikki are located. Uh, it's the uh, uh, conveniently yeah. if you're heading on your way down to those areas. Yeah, they're in Big Bend, and they're right on the corner of 164 and Edgewood. Edgewood. Look for the mobile station, and you're right inside of there. Not well, in the mobile station, but just right next. And to And the there. most important question a fisherman wants to know, Tom, is yeah. what time do you open yeah. and what time do you close? So right now we're still our winter hours. We're still Monday through Friday. We're from six until six, and then Saturday and Sunday we've been open four until five. Oh God! Both days. Who's um, getting up I that early? Everybody know because of Easter is on Sunday. We'll be closed at noon on Sunday. Okay, good but, for well, you. Well, that's great. You guys are open hey. at. Five. Do you do you do like rock paper scissors with your wife every weekend to see who has to get up <laughs> and be there at four? <laughs> No, it's more of my job. I'm it's your really job. <laughs> okay. She tells him what to do. <laughs> Just like she, Tom. Yeah, she, she tells got, him what to do. Does she write lists for you to do stuff, too? She does every once in a while. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Tom's, Tom's wife writes, you know, yeah, she all the time. List. All right. Thanks, Armando. All right. Thanks. Good luck. No problem. Okay. Bye now. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that the other place to go for crappies this time of the year, because everybody gets antsy. They want to go out. It's 50 degrees. It's warm enough. Let's go. Let's go. So, but here's the thing. Now, in That's some areas, thing. in some areas, yeah, you will find some crappies in shallow water, especially in the rivers. You will, but on on the lakes, most often than not, when that water temperature is still cold, it's still in the 40s. Now, when I use a mini mite, when the water is below 55 degrees, I put a waxworm on it. Mm-hmm. Once it gets above 55, I don't need anything on it. But this is what I'd recommend: if you go out, let's say you go out to a lake like Okachi, right? And you know the crappies are going to come into Stumpy Bay, all right? A lot of people know that reference. Now, what you do is a lot of crappies are not in Stumpy Bay right now. Yeah, there's going to be some, but and the, and the bluegills too. There's going to be some, but not a lot of them. What you do is you go outside of Stumpy Bay, and you find the weed line, and you start driving out. And the weed line usually is down to about 12 feet, roughly. And now the weeds haven't grown up yet, okay, because they're still, you know, in, in winter mode. They're starting to grow. But anyway... What you do is you get out in that 12 feet of water, 12 to, let's say, 20, 25 feet, and then you just start zigzagging back and forth and watching your locator. When you find that big ball on the locator, there's going to be your crappies. 
a lot of them are suspended right now out over deeper water. They're down 12, 20 feet. It depends, you know. They're going to be suspended, and pretty, and they'll start moving in closer the warmer the water gets. But right now, when that water temperature is cold after ice out like this, you're going to find big schools just outside of their spawning areas. But the thing is, you got to just drive around and look for them. Once you find them, you'll catch them. What water temp do they like? What 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 temps are we looking for if they're going to be moving in shallow? Generally, when it, when it when it hits like the low fifties, when it hits in the low fifties, they come in there, you know, and they start getting their stuff ready for spawning. Usually by the mid to late fifties, they're they're starting to do their thing, you know. So it's usually in the fifties. Okay, Jazz is saying we got to go to a break. When we'll come back, we'll take that caller. You are listening to Danny and Tommy and. Jazz on the boards here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for rolling on down the highway with us this morning. And on the line, what do we have? Oh, we, oh, we've got our Boulder Junction connection. Yeah, Dennis Royce, all the way up there in Boulder Junction. Good morning, oh. guys. How the heck are you? Hey, good morning, good. Dennis. Hey, good to hear from you. Same, same here. I, I, I think about you guys down south, and we're 300 miles north of you. And right now, we've got a uh, prediction for before the day is over, 8 to 10 inches of snow. <laughs> Better, better you than uh, than us. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know it. And I we're so depressed, and we want to see spring. And Thursday, I went out fishing, and it was fifty-one degrees. And I took my son-in-law out yesterday, and we drilled through the ice, and we had a it was starting to snow a little bit, but wasn't bad. But we sh- we're still drilling enough ice to where we're right down to the motor on the auger. Well, and it's a long time till spring. Dennis, uh, I got back from uh, Lake of the Woods up there by Baudet area. And you needed the auger extension, and ba- that was barely enough to get through. And the pike really weren't going because the cricks are still froze. There's not enough water flow to get them coming in en masse into the shallows. So, I mean, completely different world up there, man. I know it. I know. When we were up at Baudet, it was beautiful, but now it's winter starting all over again. The fish are biting up here to, if you want to go pan fishing, but it's going to be so tough to get around now with all this extra snow we're getting. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's exactly what one of the locals up there said right before we left. He said, winter's starting all over again here for the next week or so. <laughs> yes, I know. And I, I know they were getting some dandy walleyes up at Baudette and, and up on the Lake of the Woods, even north. But uh, uh, it's it's this time of the year where you, you get a couple of nice days and then you get socked. And Mother Nature says, hey, we're not done yet. Well, well that's Wisconsin for you. I guess that's we got to sure. wait till May. And hopefully by May, everything will be clearing up there for you. Some morning I'm going to call you, and the sun's going to be shining, and I'm going to be, my boat's going to be tagged to my car, and I'm going to say, hey, we're going fishing. So Yeah. Well, uh, you got that to look forward to. That's for sure. All right. I'm going to get up north report. Uh, you guys have a nice Easter, and I'll talk to you a couple of weeks from now. All yeah. right. All right. Thanks, Dennis. Thanks, Dennis. See ya. Yep. Bye now. Uh, you know, last week I was joking around about how I, uh, you know, Drove, drove jazz crazy right towards the end of the show. So 
I'm going to do it now. I'm going to give away a free pack, a five-pack of mini go. mites. Here we Here go. Here we go. 799-1250. Yep. I'm ready to go. Even if you don't want I'm mini not, mites, gonna, call. Because I want to see him. Well, I'm going to just. You're not going to drive going, me crazy. I'm prepared for this. Yeah. Like, I don't have to worry about you're closing the show off. Matter of fact, I'm ready, ready, I'm ready, I'm ready I'm gonna to give go. You the, I'm going to give you the pen so you can write down the lucky winner. Here is the question. 799. Oh, they got to ask a question? I've got to ask a question. To find ourselves a lucky winner. And they got to give the answer. Here's the question at 799-1250. We already got, we already got we, people calling. You know, like the question. We, we, uh, I asked this question last week. We, and today we were talking about uh, the Bassmaster Classic again. Who won the first Bassmaster Classic ever? Who won the very first one? What's that? Oh, who write down the answer? Oh, you can write put down them on. the answer so oh, no, I know they can be on the air. No, and I, guess. but I, I I understand that. Oh, but I, I want to know. I, I want to know the answer. You want to know the Hank, answer? Hank uh, Parker. No. Okay, start answering them phones, Roman and Martin. we'll see. Virgil Ward. Hey, let the callers guess. Larry <laughs> Mondello. <laughs> yeah, Larry Mondello. Ward Cleaver. Yeah. All right, let's see. Who... All right, let's see. All right, Bob let's answer. Denver. Yeah. Oh. Are you ready there? We are ready here. All right. Okay, who's what's this? The, what's the oh. answer? Hi, my name is John. Hi, John. The answer is Bobby Murray. Oh, we got a winner Yay! right away. Bobby Murray. All right. Who could forget All right. Bobby Murray? Now, let's see if you can go two for two, John. He's probably dead All now. right. Okay. What, what year was that? 1971. Are you looking at it right now on your computer? Yeah, I was. It's called utilizing your resources. I would have said 1971. Would you have? Yeah, oh. I just had like a, one of those uh, visionary, vision? it was a visionary moment. I had no All idea. Right. An epiphany, right? Yeah. It was an epiphany. Now, John, yeah. you stay on the line. Jazz okay. is Jazz is going to get your name and address, and I'm going to send you that five-pack of mini mites. Wait, you don't right? want to ask him on the air? Hey, let me ask you this. Sure. Would you like a mini mite hat, too? A cubby mini mat mite hat. I love those mini mites. All right, all right. What, what's this? Why, why are you giving too. me this back? That's a piece of paper you gave me. I'm giving back to you. Oh, okay. Because I know no. how you get one. Hey, you gave it to pen. me in the first place. I don't want it. Hey, there let's we go. Keep John. our studio business in studio, not broadcast all, right. all Sorry, over the air. Dad. You, Sorry, Dad. You all right. boneheads. All right, John, stay on yeah. the line. He'll get your information. I'll send you a hat and a five pack of mini mites. All right. Thank you very much. You're all welcome. Right. Thanks John. for listening, John. Yeah, all right. We got he an got answer. that right. See, uh, now, and uh, he didn't even look it up. Yeah, he did. He said he did. Oh, he was did he? looking at it. Okay. Well, see, our smart, intelligent, good-looking audience, what they do is they, they've very, got- Very, very good-looking yeah, audience. They, uh, they either got a computer or a smartphone, and they looked that up right away. See, that's that's the way to go about it. Now, here's one other one I got to tell you about, that, Danny. Tell me about Now, I, our, our audience might have to correct me on this. Maybe you know for sure, but I'm pretty sure April 14th, that's two weeks from now. The kids' fishing clinic at the local area ponds, lagoons. Yep. I think that's April 14th. The kids' fishing clinics are going to take place. Well, you can go to the Wisconsin DNR website, mm -hmm. my friend. Yeah. And you can look all that information. Right. In fact, I would suggest to our listeners go to the DNR and get onto their emailing, and you'll get emailed a weekly fishing report for the whole state. You'll get information on on all kinds of events so right now uh they've they've got the root river thing going on so i got information about that where they're uh doing this the uh pulling out the spawn and eggs okay. out of the salmon and steelhead i should say so yeah, yeah. Well, well next week for sure we'll have uh the 
the actual information because that should be in uh, uh, this Sunday's paper, I would imagine. Tomorrow's paper or next week's paper. But we'll know for sure next week. Nobody we'll reads papers anymore, Tom. It's all Internet. No, I do. Do you really? I read the sports page. That's the only reason I get the paper, for the sports page. And my wife likes it for the coupons, Yep. the Sunday paper. You know, that's it. She likes coupons. She I just coupon read the sport clipper. Sport. She is. I'm not. I'm not I'm a, surprised. Yeah, she is. She's being very a, good at that. Being the penny pincher that you, you know, are. You know, funny thing is, she, if if you added up what she saves from clipping coupons, because she's really smart on when it comes to knowing what are the good deals and what are not. You know, right? Uh, she'll save us a mortgage payment a year. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I she'll guess. she'll save us quite a bit. I mean, every week, you know. And of course, she makes me a list, and I got to go get the stuff. <laughs> Here we go back to the list thing again. Hey, uh, yeah, gotta, what do you got there? I got to read a little something here. Okay. <clears throat> Speaking of the newspaper, this is in the Waukesha Freeman, courtesy of my buddy Tom again. Thursday, March 29th edition. And you know how they talk about what happened 50 years ago or whatever years ago. Here it goes 47 years ago, March 29th, 1971. Early summer, in an effort to keep little kids from polluting the beaches, piranha were introduced into the Nabobin Lake chain. Really? The tiny ravenous fish, which can strip a carcass or steer in a matter of seconds, did keep the kitties off the beach and are alleged to have accounted for the disappearance of 27 moored yachts and 32 fishing boats. Oh, no, Bolt. However, <laughs> the beaches should be relatively safe swaggle. again. Piranhas are warm-weather fish and have a tough time surviving <laughs> Wisconsin winters, but one did. It weighs 200 pounds and roams between Lower Neshota, Upper Neshota, and Lower Nabobin Lakes. It was last seen at 1 a.m. March 3rd when the taverns between the two lakes closed. This is a good. That's a good hornswoggle yeah, theme. Yeah, that that's is. a really good hornswoggle you know, theme. That's a hornswoggle. It's in the paper, yeah. obviously. Speaking of uh, piranhas, and yeah. you know what a pacu is? A pacu is a fish that looks like a piranha, but it doesn't. Uh, it looks like one. But it's not a piranha that eats flesh, okay? Uh, it just looks like one, but it's not one. Anyway, but a guy I know, he likes traveling around the world fishing. And he's caught piranhas and pacus and what, what's it, peacock bass. And he's caught, uh, you know, he's caught those in Brazil, in the Amazon. He's He's gone to the Patagonia region, and uh, that's in Venezuela, I think. Um and he's gone up into the Andes. He's caught golden trouts in the golden trout in the Andes. He's caught uh, something a gold. Oh, okay, I can't remember the name of it. And you know what? He's been catching these fish on mini, mini mites. mites. I swear How? to God. And and you know what's really How weird? How did I know that? And what's weird happen. is he was he was uh, fishing for the, the these one trout up in the Andes, and and they weren't doing very good, right? With the trout flies in that. And he's using a fly rod. So he puts on a mini mite on his fly rod and he started catching them. And, and th- you know what? This guy takes mini mites all over the world I where he goes and he that, catches fish. I would bet that you could float a mini mite for steelhead. Sure. And it would work. The orange one, especially. Yeah, Use the orange, the orange one. one. Cause everybody's using all those spawn sacks. Yeah. I'll bet you could get a small little slip float. Yeah. Just. Let that drift in the current. I, yeah. I, it would work. Sure, it They'd would. They'd see that I bet little mini would. mite coming down, and they yeah. just, yeah. Uh, I mean, but, yeah, but this guy, Jerry is his first name. I'm not going to mention his last name. But, yeah, he he, he goes o- around the world fishing for different weird species, right? 
And he's catching a lot of fish on the mini mite. It's like, oh, you got to be kidding me. He just stopped in over at Sherpers and bought a you know couple of five packs to take with him. He was going down to Venezuela to fish for, uh, it was called a go- golden cobia or something like that. I forget what it was. I don't know. He likes that golden stuff, huh? Well, I don't know, but there, there's a, I don't know, it's a certain kind of fish or I don't know, whatever. He must have some bucks. But, well, I guess he's, you know, you got to have a few bucks to travel kind around the world to uh, go he's, and catch all those Must be a wealthy fish. single yeah. street landowner from Douglas County to be able to afford <laughs> those kind of trips. <laughs> yeah, and with that, we got to go to a break. It is like roughly 731, folks. You are listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer, and Jazz is going to take us to a commercial. You are listening to 105.7 FM, The Fan. Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for listening this morning. And Tom, uh, Are we I ha- told you my yeah. neighbor the other couple weeks ago, the one who thought I was laying dead on the ice looking down the <laughs> hole, she's listening now. <laughs> he hasn't moved. I think he's dead. He I had think, a gripper. I think he had a stroke think about there. <laughs> if the guy had a gripper, would you plant face first or would you be on your back? Because I was face first. I would probably be on my back, I think. But then again, if you're dead before you hit the ground, but I don't think it's going to be Wouldn't you like do do a Fred Sanford first yeah, and, yeah. and grab your chest? Yeah. Stick yeah. your other arm up in the air? Yep, yep. Scream to Elizabeth, yeah. you're coming to join her? Yep. Back yep. up, spin around once or twice, and down. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, listen. We just got our, our Easter surprise from Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages. They dropped off a goodie bag by our side door. Uh, we thank you very Yo, much. Dave mama. dropped it off. I'm telling you, I mean, this is some uh, jazz is chewing on it. Isn't it good? Jazz? It's not. It's oh. not just sausages. It's the you got to cook those bad boys. Quit first. talking with What's your mouth full, you bonehead no, over let there. Him, <clears throat> let him talk. He's chewing on Bucky's. Uh, Good stuff, man. I'll tell you, they they make some of the oh, best stuff. Oh my around. god! Yeah, they and, do. So thank and the you. Kids keep bugging me at school for I those. How, being I didn't there's shoot Harvey, a deer, there's and ha- I didn't get habanero. any geese. There's this habaneros year. in there. Habanero, oh, those kids love that you hot better, stuff. They're you like, better. Bush, did you get a deer? I can't tell you how many there, how many kids I let yeah. down this year when I didn't shoot yeah. a deer. I'll tell you, my my favorites are the bacon and cheddar beef sticks, and then it's either the and when it comes to the jerky stuff, it's either the the sweet bourbon or the beef tenderloin you know, strips. Oh man, you're talking I'm about you. you're talking about planning for our trip. I yeah. was planning on getting out to Bucky's. Like I said, I wanted to get some brats for grilling on the mm-hmm. ice, and I was going to get a bunch of bags of this stuff because mm-hmm. nothing's better, you know, for a bunch of fishermen out there right. to have some good good stuff to gnaw yeah. on. Well, I got to go out to Bucky's this week because we have leftover gift certificates uh, that uh, 
they they didn't win. You know, we had a few that <clears throat> people that didn't win. So I either have my Hornswoggle questions on, on, yeah. were <clears throat> so hard. So, I mean, now last time, last year we had extra left over, and I took him out today to give back, and he said, nah, just give him away on the show as you see fit. So if Dave wants me to just give him away during the, you know, the extra ones that we have left, I guess we can give them away with special questions well, or yeah, whatever. Everybody, yeah, people like to win stuff. Yeah. So and, if Dave wants us to do that, he's got to call us and tell us. <laughs> but, you know, it's amazing, Tom, yeah. how many people, when you say, do you know where Bucky's is, they know where it is. They know. Yeah. yeah. They, they go, how many people go out there mm-hmm. and uh, love their stuff? So yeah. Oh, here's Dave calling really, right now. It's, it's really good. How do you know that's Dave? I do, I, Are I'll, you like, I'll you ju- got like powers? Yes, I'm a savant. Did the, I'm an uh, idiot savant. <laughs> did the aliens abduct you and uh And he gave me one of He gave me one of them you? probes. <laughs> Dave. And you, and you liked it, eh? It is Dave. It's Dave. Dave, Dave are Dave, you there? what's going on, man? Dave? Dave. Yeah. Oh, hey. thanks. How are you guys doing? Oh, David. David. Thank you very much. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you. Now, now you heard what I said. Now, I got a few yep. of the Bucky's uh, $10 gift certificates left. Do you want me to give them away on the show during the, you know, yes. for whatever? Okay. Yeah. Go right I, ahead. I will do that. Dibs on one of them. <laughs> no, no way. You, do, you, don't, you don't get And you'll have to call in and win, buddy. Yeah, you'll have to call Fine, in. I'll call right now. I want to play, <laughs> play a hornswoggle. Let's play a hornswoggle right now. All employees are exempt, right? That's right. Exactly. Uh, Dave, so tell us what's going on out there at Bucky's. Oh, picking up. Brewer season starting. Weather's warming up. Mm-hmm. We're getting busier. What? When, go ahead, Dave. Uh, go what ahead. Uh, do you, with with summer coming, and let you mentioned brewer season, I'm thinking grilling and so forth, do you have any things that you kind of gear towards that you offer there kind of specifically for the summer grilling season? Just all the different broths. Okay. Yeah, and you've what, got... 14 kinds? 14 kinds. Yeah. Well, you make that jalapeno and cheddar one, don't you? That's a jalapeno pepper jack. Yeah, jalapeno pepper jack. For a brat? brat. For a brat. It's really, really yeah, good. That one sounds good. Yeah, that's really... I mean, it's not overly hot. You know, not I mean, it, right. it's spicy, but it's not overly hot. Well, that sounds yeah. good. Great flavor. Yeah, but now if you threw them uh, those habaneros in there, yeah, then I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> and, and, and I got the brats with the cheese in them one time, Dave, but one thing I noticed, your brats are kind of like brats on steroids. They're really big. Yeah, they're thick. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You got to fit the bun. Yeah, yeah they, that's right. Oh, that's they fit the bun and, and and then some. Stick out either side. That's right. Oh, that's yeah, right. they are good. Yeah. Well, I suppose uh, you're on your way out to work right now? Yes, on the road now. All right. Well, thanks for calling, and we do appreciate you uh, being one of our advertisers. You've been with us for years. We do appreciate it. We love your stuff, and and I do you hear from a lot of people that that heard heard about you from the quite a few that hear us on uh, cutting edge. Yeah, that's great. And my high school students will be happy for some of those jalapeno ones. They just the habanero, habanero, habanero. Those, those, those are hot. <laughs> they, they, the kids love those things, man. Yep. Well, Dave, thanks again, and happy Easter. Oh, yes, thanks for Thank breakfast, Dave. Have a good Easter, and thank you for everything. All yep. right, you're welcome. Bye now. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> Breakfast your, is good. Your students really like that hot well, stuff, they ask, eh? they ask, where is Bucky's? And I give them so as soon as they turn 16 and get their driver's license, I think they'll be driving out. There you go. 
Okay, we got to take uh, one more final break. Is it right, final Danny? break? Yeah, final break coming up. This th- these two hours go fast. I'm telling you, when time flies when fun. you have fun. I'm having a blast. He's having yeah. fun here. I'm working hard. Yeah. Oh please! You know I got to get up at 4:30 in the morning and drink my coffee and yeah, same oh, here. Awful. Listen to uh, listen to that one show where they talk about the aliens and the UFOs. <laughs> that, <laughs> that one. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I was listening last night, and and there's a guy who was wa- in the Arizona desert in the you, the UFO came right over the top of him, and it didn't abduct him, uh, but it, it played this humming kind of a vibration sound, and he felt that the aliens communicated with him, oh, and yeah? now he's got powers. Uh-huh, he's yeah, got he's got like healing powers, except mm-hmm. I fell asleep. I hit REM sleep too, oh. and I didn't hear exactly what kind of healing powers the guy has. Well, you know, just recently, within the last couple of weeks, uh, two Air Force pilots saw something that they said, hey, what what the heck was that that flew in front of us, you know? And they got a video of it. Yeah. And then it just happened uh, just a few days ago where uh, a, a jetliner with people on board, you know, something flew in, by in front of them, and he asked the tower, did you see anything go in front of us? They said, no, we don't got anything on the radar. And then is is there another plane in the area, So you know, a certain distance from him? And he says, yeah, there's one over there. And the guy radioed to that guy and said, if you see something, let us know. He says, yeah, we just did. Went in front of us. They don't know what the heck it was. I who An knows? The UFO. You think they've been smoking well, the weed? They've been smoking well, the reefer up there. You know, here's the thing. If, they're they're all UFOs. UFOs. You know why? Because it's uh, unidentified. unidentified. It doesn't mean they're aliens. It's just it's unidentified. No, no, it's the greys. They don't Tom. know exactly what it's it is. It's the greys. They're mating with humans, dude. It's the Daleks. So I'm just going <laughs> to offer him a peace offering of some Buckies when I see them. That's universal language. Hang out some meat. Say, we, you or, come in peace. Yeah. Or, <laughs> How about a piece or, of this? Or, or, or. What? From Strange Brew, have some jelly donuts with you. Of course, Here, you course maybe, maybe the Greys it's, are it's very a, highly susceptible to spicy stuff, and yeah. if I give them that habanero, they'll they'll just start croaking. Yeah. Well, you can say he'll hey, stumble sh- back to his ship. And- uh, do you want a donut? It's a jelly. <laughs> All right, we're, let's go. Time guys, to go. What's wrong with you guys? Oh God, we'll be what right back, folks. This guy's been smoking something. It's the final countdown. I'll get it, Danny. Well, <laughs> oh, Danny's busy over there. Danny! He's busy! Danny! I've been busy! Yeah! Danny! I've, been, I've been busy! Hey, welcome back, folks. This is the last segment of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer, and uh, Jazz is on the boards this morning. So, um, so I boy. got a fishing t- story tale to tell yeah. you. Is that what you're thinking about over there? Oh yeah, you said you had a fishing yeah, was, report just, about crappies. Thinking about aliens, thinking Earth. about life. So anyway, um, I decided um, Loie, Loie's back mm-hmm. in California, and she brought with her her granddaughter Tahi, mm-hmm. who's Waka and Sarah's daughter. right, and she's got her little friend Mia, who's the next door neighbor. Well, those twin terrors were pounding on my apartment door yesterday. Really? Yeah, yeah, they they just like to, you know, they they like to just run around and act. So I said to them, I said, okay. Oh, they wanted to go to the magic store. I said, yeah. all right, I'll take you to the magic store. 
but you got to do my dishes. <laughs> so I got a stool for Tahi, and she uh, did the scrubbing, yeah. and Mia did the rinsing. They did my dishes. I put them to work. Uh, that's right. Training them early. They'll make fine uh, wives someday. That's so, funny. Anyway, uh, I said, all right. So I walk them down to the magic store, and I bought them a little something. And then I said, you know, maybe the fish are biting. Maybe. I said, and they're yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we drove over to the BP, and I let them pick out their own little minnows, mm-hmm. and uh, we went and fished off my deck. Mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe, just maybe, something would yeah. be in the shallows. Well, I I I I cast it out for them, one with a mini mite and the other with a minnow, and then the next didn't catch anything. Wound in, and Tahi went to cast, and she pushed the button. But then she kept the button down when she went to oh, cast and it yeah. wrapped around the rod tip. Okay. So your expert guide angler says, watch, Tahi, I'll demonstrate for you. So what you have to do is when your rod tip points at the sky, let the button go. Yeah. And I proceeded to launch the bobber and mini mite straight into the tree. Right up into the tree that's there. Wrapped <laughs> around the tree. <laughs> so <laughs> then I had to break the line and... And then I, I threw out the other one with the minnow, and then a couple ducks went through, and they got tangled in the line. The ducks did? Yes, and I almost hooked a duck. Oh. And things just kind of went downhill from there, Tom. So <laughs> I I think I was the child childish one who started it. I took the minnows, and I I threw them at the girls. I started, We had minnow fights. <laughs> And one of them got the middle stuck in her hair. Oh, and no. Going, ah, 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 ah. But then once you get kids going, oh, oh God, God. Yeah. They, were, they were throwing minnows down in my pockets. <laughs> yeah, so we had a good minnow fight, and that was the first fishing trip of my year. <laughs> but it got, kept them occupied. Oh, God, that's I hilarious. I think I even threw a bucket of water at one of them. So <laughs> Take a kid fishing. You'll have a great time. Yes, you will. And, and you know what, though? I, I do have a tip. If you... Normally, when you when you first take little kids fishing, let's say when they're you know four, five, six years old, whatever, take them shore fishing first on shore. Amen. Beca- because the you know first of all they're not sure about boats yet, you know, but they they have very short attention spans, right. and they're going to be you know they might watch that bobber for a little while, but then they're going to want to well, go run around. I took around the same two out. I, le- yeah. I made that mistake two years ago, Tom. Mm-hmm. I I took the both of them out on the boat. Yeah, and. The attention span was rather short. Yep. Uh, it was kind of windy. I was having a hard time keeping the boat in place, and they were fighting over which side of the boat they were going to go on. So, like, if one caught a fish oh, in yeah, one spot, yep. then they're fighting over it. And then after, and then they had to use the bathroom. So, I'm, they're in their swimsuits. I'm lifting them over the side of the boat, lowering them down into the water, <laughs> oh, and then lifting them back out again. <laughs> oh, God. Now I'm an old guy, yeah, you know. Yeah. I you it know takes a lot of work. At work, yeah. and I don't think I can. The girls are too; they're getting bigger now. I don't think I'd yeah. have the power to do yeah. that. So finally, I said, "Hey, you guys like French fries? Oh yeah, yeah, French fries." I said, "Let's go to the sports dock." Yeah. Let me tell you what; that was the best ten bucks I ever spent in my <laughs> life. It got us off the water, yeah. done fishing. Rods in a tangle, thrown in the bottom of the boat. The girls eating French fries. I dropped them off with their parents. Said, here you go. Here you We're go. done with the great fishing excursion. Oh, God. I told I, I told uh, I told Sarah last year. I said, okay, I'll take the girls on a boat next, but you're coming with. Yeah, you, somebody's got to be there. I to need watch another them. handler yep. to help me. Yep. You know the other thing too, when you take 
kids fishing from shore. Because, I mean, let's face it, the, the bobber isn't going to be going down constantly. So when they do catch a couple little bluegills, have a five-gallon bucket with you. It's put some water in it and let the bluegills swim around. You can always release them later. Oh, they love the, to play the with the fish. The kids will play with the, those oh, yeah. in the bucket with the water. They love looking at it and playing with it and looking, what, see what it's doing. You know? I mean, so, and then, you know, after an hour or two, they get, they're like bored. They want to do something else, like go get French fries or something. And it's like, okay, fine. You can pick up and leave easily. If you're out in a boat somewhere, you know, you can't always just pick up and leave right away. Except, well, like what you did. Yeah, what you know? is the age that you know? kids normally have the patience, Tom, to spend in a boat? Well, here, I'll tell you one thing about my granddaughter. She's five now. And my son down in Arizona, he takes her fishing and he says, she, She's great. She sits, she's got her own little chair. She got the snacks with them. She sits there holding that fishing rod, staring at that bobber. And then she'll turn to him and she'll say, Daddy, let's talk. He say, okay, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. You know, it goes back and forth, right? right? right. But he says she'll sit there, she'll be quiet, she'll watch the and she'll do what he says, you know, yep. for catching. And she's she, five? And she's five. Well, she, she had, started doing this last year. Very, you know, she's she's very good. Where is his son, who's three? Oh, no, he's all over the place. He's got to touch every rod, got to touch well, that, every bait, everything. Yeah. That sounds like my buddy yeah. Tommy. Uh, Tommy Wilson was fishing with me on this lake of the woods trip and he's got a i believe his daughter's four or five years old she and he's got a little boy who's like all over the place yep. he's a couple of years younger yep. all over the he's place. just all over the place um but she loves to fish and she mm -hmm. gets really ticked off they fish for bluegills off the pier on phantom she mm -hmm. gets very angry when she loses a fish, oh, yeah, doesn't yeah. like it. Yeah. And uh, she was actually crying when we left to, for Lake of the Woods and hugging his leg. She was crying because she was angry he wasn't taking her with. Oh, wow. She was really yeah. upset. She wanted he to was, go. She wanted to go, yeah. yeah. Well, my granddaughter, she now down there she's caught uh, catfish and trout, but she caught her first largemouth bass a few weeks ago, and which was, you know, pretty neat for her, you know. And... Uh, uh, last month, I think it was last month, or maybe it was, I, I don't know, whenever it was, he he puts the, the rods in, uh, there's, you know, like lays them down, whatever. Well, anyway, what happened was some fish grabbed the, bob, grabbed the bait, took down the bobber, started pulling out, and took his rod and reel into the water, took off with it. And there goes the rod and reel. So, of course, my son, being as bright as he is, he had a. He jumped in after and started swimming after, diving down to get it. Uh, and I, if I remember correctly, I think he did get it, or maybe he didn't. I don't remember exactly the outcome. But he went in there for oh, it. Oh yeah, he just took off his shoes, jumped right in to get his. Or I don't even think he took off his shoes. I think he just dove in to try to get it. I mean. Uh, they I got am, that I, Neubauer grit. They took after yeah. the old man. Well, one time with my when my oldest son was about ten years old, nine or ten years old, we were on Phantom Lake, as a matter of fact, at the Blood Street launch. Okay. I think it's called Blood Street. Anyway, right by the park there. And I was letting my boat into the water and the rope that was tied on to the trailer post was a little worn. So when it went out, it it, it snapped the rope. And the boat's and drifting the boat's off. going out. I, I took off my shoes, threw my wallet on the ground, and I jumped in, had a swim for it, got the boat, 
rolled in, and it's difficult, rolled in the boat. That's hard to get in a boat from the water. But it was a bass boat, so it was really low. Okay. Okay, it was a little bit easier. Anyway. You were in a lot better shape So then started it up, drove over, you know, to the dock. You know, my son, I don't think he stopped laughing yet about that. All he did was laugh. He thought it was was hilarious. I told you about the time my rope went off and I did the long jump off the pier by smoking. (laughs) Full winter gear. There I looked like Carl Lewis coming down the long jump. And I hit the the board and made the leap for the boat. Well, we got a lot more coming up next week, folks. Make sure you join us. Yep, that's all I got. That's me too. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You have been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all next week, my friends. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.